Something's different this week, right? If you've been listening to everything up until now, you might know what it is. If this is your first time listening, then I'm afraid I'm not the one you're looking for. But this is episode 65. There are many lovely little stories for you here. I'm not sure whether or not mine is one of them. But here it is nonetheless. I don't know where she is. Our narrator. She sounds almost exactly like me. Almost. But she's not me. I'm me. I think. After the last time I saw her, I'm not quite sure. It's Kristen. The author. Not the book. The author. The writer. The the author. But as I was saying, if you haven't been listening up to this point, why would you tune in and listen to me? Actually, even if you have been listening... I don't know why you would want to listen to me either. She is so much more fascinating. That's why I need her. But she's... somewhere else. She's rarely with me anymore. She's somewhere else now. Someone else. I've been trying very, very hard to take control of the situation. I know what you're thinking. I know it. Kristen, you are her. You're her. Huh. If only I was. Can you imagine? Oh, imagine what that would be like. I could fly right out of this building with big black wings and go up to those stars that I keep staring at. Then I could go down into the sea, too, and look at the stars from under the water. Then when someone raised my home to the ground, I could just move on like a ghost, too. Just like a ghost. But but I can't. I'm grounded here. Always. 
typing. But tonight it won't come out. I'm having trouble. Will you help me? Ah, wait. Yes, I... I have a story. I think. It happened just an hour ago or so. Or maybe a day ago. Maybe last week. The time from then until now has been strange and foggy to me. At any rate, it happened just recently. You'll see why that's important. I want her to be good and to have peace. Our narrator. I keep trying to push her in that direction, but something... Something always steps in. Whether it is fate, luck, or her own impossible will. She will never be at peace. I killed her great and terrible love because of that. I wanted to, anyway. He kept getting in the way. Steering her wrong. So I deleted him from the story. I had enough. I got rid of him. In his place, I gave her a magical, sweet, wondrous, serene soul to keep her company. I gave her that ocean that I want to live by and within so desperately, but I cannot. I gave her everything that I wish I had. What did she do? She lost interest. She lost interest in it all. Anyway, I'm sorry, I was... <laughs> I was telling you a story about tonight. Or the other night, whenever that night was. I was sitting here, trying to write this story. I was trying to write this story, and nothing was coming out, but I promised that I'd keep writing. I promised myself, I promised her, I promised you. I promised everyone. And I couldn't do it. I was going to tell you about all the sweet and wonderful things that could possibly happen to your narrator. But it wasn't coming. I saw the sun set, and I saw the stars come out, and I waited to see the moon come into the sky, just by those buildings outside my window, far in the distance, like it always does. But the moon didn't come out this night. I don't know how, but for the first time, it wasn't there for me. How dreadful is a moonless night. How vast. How endless. I despised it. I heard something tapping, tapping, rapping, somewhat gently, and not at my chamber door, but rather the door to the balcony. Forgive me, I couldn't resist. 
I lock the door to my balcony every single night, and I double-check it several times, even though no one could possibly break in that way because I'm so high up. How and why would someone come in that way? But I lock it nevertheless. I sat here, typing this story. Typing nothing, typing some things and deleting them, typing other things and letting them stay even though they're ridiculous and useless and may scare the listener away with its lack of structure or direction. Forgive me. Forgive me, but I can only be what I am. And the tap-tap-tapping kept happening at the door. But I didn't look at the door. I looked only at the window. Because it's much easier to stare out of a window than to open a door. I kept telling myself, it's only the typing at your computer. It's only the raccoons down below. It's only nothing. It's only noise. Ignore it. Keep writing. You can't stop writing. Keep writing. Even if you're writing nothing because you can't write the happy chapter you want to write. It won't come out. She won't come out to play. But keep writing anyway. Tap, tap, tap. It's nothing. It's nothing. I almost abandoned this story then and there. I almost deleted it all. I almost let her talk again and tell you a story of someone else, somewhere else, where there's beauty and sadness and mystery and darkness and ghosts and monsters. But terror set in quickly. What if tonight there is nothing? There is no moon. Perhaps there is no other story. I could not delete this. I cannot delete this. Forgive me. This is it. That tapping came faster and more steady. And I recognized it. Walking over to the glass door, I found myself face to face with an impossibility. Something I thought was a dream, or the fruits of my own frantic mind. He was there. Tall. Gaunt. All in black. Smiling. He was smiling again. He shouldn't be smiling. I thought I took that away from him. I almost destroyed him. I took his wings from him. With a simple gesture of a finger on a key, I removed his wings and his immortality and his strength, and I made him no more strong or invincible than I am. This was... how many stories ago? Why should he be smiling? And how could he be on my balcony? Just staring at me. I felt a sudden and irrepressible urge to unlock the door. But I didn't. I didn't do it. I am terrified of unlocked doors, even when I know there is no one behind them. 
and behind this one was the most awful and stunningly evil creature I could ever dream up. I couldn't unlock the door. So I sat back down and I kept typing this. Tap, tap, tap. He kept doing it. Slowly, with a long fingernail against the glass. You can keep doing it, but I'm not unlocking that door, I tell him. I tell him it now. I tell him again, and he just keeps smiling in the darkness. His face in shadow, but still I can see that mouth full of sharp teeth like pieces of broken white glass. And I heard the sound of the lock on the door turning. I got up and I immediately locked it again. Right in front of me, it unlocked itself. I locked it again. It unlocked itself. I locked it again. This is a nightmare. And he's still smiling. He knows what I did. He knows I took his power from him. I can see it in his eyes. His eyes which are wrathful and in terrible contrast with the gentle glee in his horrible smile. That smile I thought I extinguished. I can't see if he has wings or not. I can't see if his eyes are blue, or if they're completely black. I'm not sure I want to get close enough to tell. But that door is unlocking of its own accord. So I know that his eyes must be black. He is standing on my balcony so I'm sure that he must have wings. Which means... Which means that it doesn't matter what I do. It doesn't matter what I write. I wrote a battle between him and my ghastly hero, my narrator, who I know wants good deep down. I know it. I made her win and I made him lose. I wrote a battle between good and evil and I made evil lose. I've made him lose other battles before that, too. I keep trying to destroy this dark stranger to make room for heroes and warriors, but he keeps coming back. He'll always come back. He's a part of this story for whatever reason. A part of my story. But I am the author, and every book is just a little piece of its author. This is just a little piece of me. This is not all of me. Right? Right? Do you think she's right about what she always says? That there isn't really good and evil? I really and truly hope she is. I made her say that anyway, so I suppose I have to believe it. 
It doesn't matter if I lock that door, does it? So I left it unlocked. He came in. He hasn't left since. He wants a very particular kind of story. We're going to work on it together, he and I. It will take some time, so bear with us. But it will unfold as it has to unfold, for better or for worse. And the terrible thing is, my writer's block is gone. At least it will be a story. I'll make her tell you the next one. I hope she found somewhere peaceful, like she promised you. I hope she broke the cycle. I hope she's capable of that. Good night. I hope you're still my friend. I accept it if you're not, as long as you're still hers. She's the one who... She'll be here next week. Good night. So I still have to do this part of the podcast. This is Kristen Zaza. I'm the one responsible for this thing called On a Dark Cold Night. I'm the writer, performer, producer, composer, everything. That's probably why I talk about myself so much. I didn't say it earlier because that was story time, but I hope you're having a wonderful spring slash almost summer. I'd like to just mention a few quick things before I go. First, if you enjoy the show and want to help us out, the best way to do so is to leave a review on iTunes, or you could also do so on Stitcher or on our Facebook page. I'd really appreciate it, and we'll do my best to give you a shout-out both on the show and on social media, if you do. If you'd like to support the show a different way, you can become a patron on Patreon, where, for any amount you pledge a month, you can receive full access to my constantly updated soundtrack of the show. You can find me there at patreon.com slash darkcoldnight. Or if you want to donate just once and not receive that perk, you can buy me a coffee at ko-fi.com slash darkcoldnight. And in more recent news, you can also buy a t-shirt or a hoodie. You can find them at bonfire.com slash on-a-dark-cold-night. Finally, you can follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter at a dark cold night. Instagram at Dark Cold Night Podcast, or on my Facebook page by the same name as the show. I also have a YouTube channel, same name as the show, if you want to subscribe and like your favorite episodes there. 
If you have any questions or comments about the show, feel free to give me a shout on any of those uh, avenues. Thank you so much for listening. This was a strange week, and I've embraced that. I hope you don't mind. Have a wonderful evening, my friends. Bye.